Blog Talk Radio. And I believe that people that are listening to me today, God has given each person on this earth a specific assignment, a specific thing to do, and unusual provision can be released through that assignment in obeying the voice of the Lord. Today I want to continue the message that I started last week and I began to talk last week about getting out of debt and then I also shared about unusual provision from unlikely sources and um, I really believe that's something that we're going to see just unusual favor and it might start out small, it might start out as something that doesn't seem like much but be aware of those uh, things that God is going to do and and many years ago, the Lord gave us a prophetic word, 2008, about getting out of debt, that there was a grace on our church to get out of debt, and that God could move the line anywhere he wanted to. And we serve a supernatural God, and when we do our part, then God is able to do his part. I've experienced some of this, and I believe that that I'm going to experience more of it in this coming year. And uh, God is able to make the someone that's the tail, that seems like they've been the tail, maybe the tail in finances, he is able to make them the head. And we begin to look, to look at Elijah last week and how God called Elijah, and Elijah was a prophet, was a mighty man of God, and he just showed up on the scene, showed up in Israel, with a prophetic word that there would be no rain except by his word. And uh, so he began to to declare that. And, and um, of course, he was declaring it because the Israelites all worshiped the God of Baal. And, uh, and Baal was in charge of the weather. So he was basically telling them, hey, there's a new sheriff in town. And uh, and that sheriff is the Lord God of Israel, and and I want to show you that He's in charge of the weather, and and so He began to. The Lord told him to go hide, and and then He began to, and so he did hide, and then God told him that He was going to feed him uh, through a raven. Of course, a raven is a is a is an unclean bird. It's not something that you would pick. Not something that you would choose. To be fed by, but the Lord said, um, "That's the way I'm gonna. That's the way I'm gonna feed you and sustain you." And in First um, First Kings seventeen four, and it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did. You know, when the Lord gives us a command that doesn't make sense, we got to learn how to to go and to do what he tells us to do. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherif, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from that brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. So the reason there was no rain in the land is because Elijah had said, that there'd be no rain except by his word. So he's suffering 
for the word of the Lord. And so um, when the brook dried up, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, you know, if something dries up and something we're not expecting to dry up dries up, we can expect God to speak to our hearts. And he told him to arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded there, commanded a widow there to provide for you. And I want to tell you, your provision comes in a place called there. God has a place for you to dwell. God has a church for you to dwell in. And uh, God has kingdom work for you to do, kingdom assignments for you to do. And as you dwell in that place called there, then then there'll be provision. And sometimes the place called there doesn't make sense. So it says, so he arose and went to Seraphis. So we'll have to we have to obey what God says. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as he was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in the jar. And see, I am gathering a couple sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. And this is the thing that we have to uh, battle when lack appears to be staring us in the face and, and the enemy tells us to fear and God says, do not fear. And fear is false evidence that appears real. He said, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first. I like that. The uh, the prophet didn't tell the lady that she was doing everything wrong. He told her, what you're doing is good. The only adjustment you need to make is, is make me a small cake first. Honor me first. Honor the prophet. Honor God first. And bring it to me. And afterwards, make some for yourself and your son. So bring it to me first. Take some. You don't have enough. Take some of what you don't have and give it to me first. So actually, uh, God was asking this lady to give a first fruits offering. And uh, a first fruits is, is, is an offering that uh, costs you something. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So in other words, God was telling this widow lady, I'm going to take care of you all through this process. And not only was God going to take care of the widow and her family, but God was going to take care of the prophet through the widow. That's an amazing thing that God was going to sustain the prophet through the widow. Unusual provision from an unlikely source. Unusual and God might even call you to help someone. I know when we started the Out of the Debt, one of the first persons that we helped to get out of debt was a widow lady. And uh, we helped her pay off her debt. And uh, I believe as we did that, that God released supply into our lives. 
And verse 16 says, The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. So there was a continual supply, miraculous supply, and not just enough, but more than enough. Now look at verse 17. Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick, and his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. So she said to Elijah, What have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? And he said to her, Give me your son. So he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his own bed. So this shows me something right here. In the midst of the provision that's being released, there now there comes an attack from the enemy. And the attack from the enemy is always to try to convince us that God is not a good God and that God can cannot be trusted. Also, you've done something wrong. Because Elijah didn't come to bring your sin to remembrance. Elijah came at the command of God to bring an expansion into her life, but she still had some some things. She still had some issues. She still had some trust issues. I wonder if you've ever had trust issues. She still had trust issues, and specifically it was with the prophet, so possibly she had trust issues with, with men. And it says in verse 20, Then he cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodged? by killing her son. This is an interesting prayer that Elijah prays. And I know Elijah had to know that this wasn't the case. But Elijah was kind of in a pickle. The brook had dried up from the raven, and now he has this problem with the widow's son dying. So he began to pray, and he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. That encourages me because Elijah was on assignment. God had given Elijah a specific assignment. And I believe that people that are listening to me today, God has given each person on this earth a specific assignment, a specific thing to do, and unusual provision can be released through that assignment in obeying the voice of the Lord, even when it doesn't make sense. Didn't make sense that the raven was going to feed Elijah. Didn't make sense that God sent him to a widow lady, and it doesn't even appear that the widow lady was, was aware of it. But see, God has no sense of time, so as far as God was concerned, it was already done, but he had to to go and then when he got there there was a, there was a contradiction has God ever told you to do something and when you go there as you're going you get in the middle of it and there's a contradiction but in the midst of the contradiction God gave him a word to speak to the widow which brought increase to her life and increase to his life and so now the widow's son dies and so there's another contradiction and now God gives another word to the prophet and that word was to pray and sometimes the word is is to pray and to 
cry out to God because there is a cry of faith. Again, verse 21, then he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came back to him, and he revived. I want to tell you something. The soul of our children, our children that we've been standing for, our children that we've been believing for, those children are going to come back to life, and they are going to revive, and they are going to do the will of the Lord. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room. Now, it's amazing. You'll see that people go up to the prophet. And really, if you look at Pentecost, the whole thing was started in the upper room. So he, he brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. Then the woman said to Elijah, now by this I know that you are a man of God. And that's a very interesting thing. And it shows me another truth when we're on assignment is that we have to continually earn trust from the people God has called us to serve. He said, now I know that you're a man of God. Well, you know, he threw a word to just give him a little bit of food. God had been multiplying, and we don't know how long. God had been multiplying the food in a miraculous way. But now I know. And isn't that the way it is with us sometimes? We have to see God more than one time. We have to see God's faithfulness demonstrated more than one time to just reaffirm what he said to us and to reaffirm what he has called us to do. Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. So I believe God is releasing unusual provision from unlikely sources. And it's not just the provision of, of financial provision, although it is that, but it's also the provision of the word of the Lord. I've been experiencing this in the last couple of weeks. The word of the Lord has come through unlikely sources. And each time the word would be right on. And um, that is so encouraging because it, it lets you know that you're hearing from the Lord. So um, maybe today you're listening to me and you don't have a relationship with the Lord. You've never received Jesus in your life. Or, or maybe you need healing in your body. And you know the Lord's provided a way of healing. So I just ask you to open your heart and pray along with me. Just say, Father, I tell you today that I've strayed from your way and I'm in need of a Savior. I'm in need of you in my life. And I choose today to, to give my life to you. And I give you my life. And I confess, Jesus, that you are Lord. And I thank you for coming into my life and making me into to a new person. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for those today that are in need of healing in their body. And I thank you, Lord, that you are the Lord 
who heals people, who restores people to health, to wholeness. And I speak health, I speak wholeness from the top of their head to the tip of their shoes. I speak your creative working. I speak creative miracles in the people's lives and that their body will function in a strength and in a joy it's never functioned in before. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.